0: Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes, 45 for patrons of news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty and justice. This is Monica Perez
1: and I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Our top story, uh, former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin and three others have been charged federally. Chauvin, uh, the Justice Department has filed federal criminal charges against Derek Chauvin, accusing the former police officer of using excessive force and violating the civil rights of George Floyd. Now, I got to tell you, I think that's a violation of Derek Chauvin's civil rights. I don't care very much about that guy. And that's why this is the this is what I call a sacrificial wolf. I have created persons. We did a Sam Tripoli show where we have a sacrificial This was uh, created persons and sacrificial wolves. So like Stacey Abrams is a created person, but Bill Cosby is a sacrificial wolf because you can violate their rights and everybody hates them or thinks they don't deserve. They're getting what they deserve. The punishment they get is what they deserve, even though the process has been violated. And then once you uh, like uh, nullify, or void or vacate the process, then the next guy who comes along where the process was designed to keep them from getting railroaded by government, you've got a problem. So the civil rights, I assume, would be considered some of the rights that are in the Bill of Rights, and one of those is double jeopardy. You cannot be tried for the same crime twice. And I've always hated it on every level, whether it's state, local, or federal, to have one crime one action that you do. So every crime requires an actus reus, which is the action and the men's reus, which is the criminal intent. You can have meant to do something different and you're just so stupid that the thing you did caused harm. But then it's not doesn't rise to the level of a crime per se. So it has to be the act and the mental state. So once you have an act and a mental state, how can that be? Just giving it like five different names doesn't mean it's five different crimes. There's one act. One crime, in my opinion. And any time that they try to tell you you violated all these different things with that single act, it should be the highest thing that that act constituted is the thing that you can be punished for. And they can do it with, like, sub, sub, sub you know, crimes underneath it or different government entities. And when in, in this case, that, that's why people plea bargain so much. That's why Tommy Chong went to jail for and pled guilty to a crime he was not accused of. His wife and son, They the cops came to him and said, your wife and son got tricked into selling the feds bongs that they weren't allowed to sell. We are going to throw the book at them, rack up like each individual bong is going to be a whole different crime, whatever. And we're going to send them to jail for ninety nine years unless you take the plea and you go to jail for a year. So when you can stack up all that stuff again. So that's why John DeLorean back in the day, he actually fought and won on entrapment. But if they had said, we're going to throw the book at you, we'll get you on something. You're facing 500 years in jail. Just plead. He would have plead out. So you don't want this. It's it gives the government too much power. Federal crimes. It's like I mean, it's approaching 100 percent. Is pled out in, in cases like this. It's like 95-98% of all cases don't go to a jury trial. So it in my opinion, it violates double jeopardy and really the jury trial. And I have a little background on this.
1: I'm curious at the hate crime aspect of this. They're not charging them with hate crime, are they? I know they're charging the I they're see it. federally with the Ahmad Aubrey guys are getting charged with a hate crime. But they're not excessive
0: doing excessive force and violating civil rights so far. You yeah. might attack something on. So there's two other things I want to say. So one is the, the reason they're allowed to do this is thank you, hat tip AJ, for pointing this out to me. Bartkiss was a Supreme Court case that was correctly dissented by Black. But the actual ruling was wrong. It sets up dual sovereignty. And it says these two sovereigns can act independently, which is absolutely makes no sense. A sovereign, by definition, is mutually exclusive sovereign. So uh, that doesn't work. That doesn't fly. Uh, so but in any case, then there other people make the argument that the 14th Amendment, which incorporates into the states most, if not all, of the Bill of Rights. I have some issues with that, but let's just say that is how it works. That would just say that a state could not charge a person after the feds charge them because the state would have to abide by the no double jeopardy thing. This is the feds, which it's clear in the Constitution, the feds cannot violate the principle of double jeopardy. They would have to... They could the state already passed their verdict. The feds should not be able to uh, based on just the face of the Bill of Rights alone to do that. But the Supreme Court held that they can. But the Supreme Court is absolutely wrong on this, as with so much else.
1: Yeah. And with the trial being challenged with his defense, trying to get the trial thrown out and do a new trial, I wonder if that was a factor in them moving forward with these charges. I, I don't know. Oh, maybe, maybe they're going to do it anyway.
0: Yeah. What What is the timing all about? I mean, you, I think sometimes they negotiate the different entities. Yeah. But by the way, this doesn't even bring up the third problem I have with it, which is that there are only three crimes in the Constitution. The Department of Justice and the FBI are totally unconstitutional, and they were put in place in order to force unconstitutional congressional law on to states, because states just use their right to nullify by not enforcing. That's why there's no enforcement mechanism in the Constitution, because Supreme Court isn't supposed to decide whether Congress um, makes unconstitutional laws. The states, they, they can't get away with it because the states won't enforce it. Then in comes the Department of Justice, which was established right after the Civil War for that reason. And then so the three crimes are counterfeiting, piracy and treason, I think. And those are federal crimes that can be prosecuted on the federal level. Other than that, I think it's all bunk but here we are and it's you know okay so it's Chauvin sacrificial wolf but someday it might be you
1: well that fits the theme of a lot of things in the news anyway it's all bunk that could be a good definition of news if you put it in the dictionary Sounds like a
0: legal man so okay uh, the other I had a couple uh, more stories but one, one of the big ones that I think you and I should probably maybe talk to Garland about is this Story coming out of Maricopa County, they are citing security risk in refusing to give subpoenaed router info to the 2020 election audit team. They're refusing to do it. They're saying uh, that. They it says uh, we learned that if criminal elements or others gained access to the data it might compromise county and federal law enforcement efforts and put the lives of law enforcement personnel at risk. I mean, but that's that's always true, right? Any information yeah. that can lead to the harm of others, if it's put in the wrong hands, I mean that that isn't really an answer. They say that it uh, that giving virtual images of routers to the auditors. Pose a significant security risk to law enforcement data utilized by the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, as well as numerous federal agencies. Others have rebutted that it's not even in the same building. There's no reason that stuff should be overlapping. And I would say that is that is a reason to that's a That's an election security issue. If yeah. there's overlap in all that stuff, you don't want that at all. I mean, there should be clear delineation. I, I almost wonder if it violates 1974 privacy. Act. I guess that only applies to the feds, but that act says that you can't share information without a good reason across agencies. Now, I don't know if that's simply federal. This would be like a state or a local issue. Yeah. But to me, that is a problem with their system, if that's true. But I don't believe yeah. it's true because some people say it's just uh, can kicking. And let's see what Garland uh, has to say. Absolutely. Tomorrow. There
1: definitely yeah. appears to be a similar effort that we've seen down here to railroad the inspection. When you look yeah. into the, the local news up there, they're trying to stop it.
0: Absolutely, which is interesting to me.
1: Uh huh. It means I think they're scared of it. Why? And other why really in the are. world would they be doing this with such such force and such coordination across the country if they were not afraid of what results might come?
0: I mean, bubbling up. This is an interesting idea of like how the 3D chess thing works—not the Q style, but pre-Q—is <laughs> that say say exposing election integrity issues was, and I think it was a, a plot to get us to change the way we do elections, to nationalize federal elections, to make them all electronic, to regulate them so that they're all the same. And that would make them easily more easily controlled centrally. So it would actually make it worse. But they're going to argue that would make it better. So government created problem that the government offers a solution. So somebody somewhere, I think, triggered that. Right. But there are people in Arizona or Georgia who, Are getting caught, you know, kind of doing dirty business behind the scenes where people said maybe they're set up by those very people who said, oh, don't worry about it. We've got your back. But then there are real two sides at some levels here. And it really looks to me that this this nitty gritty election integrity stuff at the state level has two sides and they are fighting it out.
1: Yeah, definitely. Speaking of two sides, two sides of the crypto coin.
0: Nice. Nice
1: the historic rise in dogecoin we've seen has people wondering if they can get in on some of the action while the other side of that is when is it going to crash should people get out of it if if you are unfamiliar with dogecoin it's a cryptocurrency that was created as a payment system that this is according to wikipedia anyway that's instant fun and free from tr- traditional banking fees and it's got the was it the shibu shiba inu dog as its as its I don't know, mascot, I guess, on the front of its coin. It was kind of a, they call it like a joke meme coin, but also has a functionality within the community. And there's a very vibrant social community that has been using the Dogecoin for, since 2013 when it started. But this year, it has grown substantially in price. It used to be worth half a penny. Less than that. And if you invested a thousand dollars in Dogecoin on January 1st and you kept it in there, you would have a hundred thousand plus right now. It's had a 12,000% increase since January, fueled in no small part by Elon Musk. And his tweets about it. He is the online social community has gotten Elon Musk involved somehow, or maybe he, I, I don't know how he, it came on his radar, but he has been a champion of it. And other celebrities, Snoop Dogg, cause that fits the theme. He's also jumped on board. What's his name with the Dallas Mavericks has started accepting it as currency at the Dallas Mavericks. Mark, Matter- Mark Cuban. Yeah. He believes it's going to stabilize. So it started. It's, it's gone from something that's been very worth very little to something that's actually been using functionally. Go ahead.
0: It's like, it feels to me like it's a quantifiable. It's the, it's the quantification of the okay sign phenomenon.
1: What do you, so, so it picks up steam. So the steam okay and it, sign yeah. was
0: made as like a meme joke on uh-huh. 4chan or whatever. Like, okay sign so means white supremacy. look at all these white supremacists with their okay sign. And it means, I think it means W. Uh, P W P it means white power, right? Oh, it's the, is, that the, the, what it, three, is that what it that's is? That's the bullshit made yeah. up thing, of course. But it's really an okay sign from like sign language. Yeah. But but so they said that and now it's like the tell if someone is a white supremacist, something like that. And then you see how if you were to do a search of how many times okay sign and white supremacy came up in the same article. Five years ago, be zero and you would just see an exponential climb in the number of times. And I feel like the actual dollar value of Dogecoin is a representation of that, of how how artificial trends get get real.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And I think that's an example of what this uh, when I was reading this guy, is it the English central banker saying that that crypto, get ready to lose your money because crypto uh, has no intrinsic value. He said it has extrinsic value, which means it has the value that people think it has, but there's no way to really analyze it supply and demand wise. But OK, so maybe he was just saying that. However, it looks to me like he's saying that. And I think you're right that Elon Musk's part in this may be similar. Yeah. He's saying that because he also said somewhere in that article that I read that that it would be irresponsible for uh, an investor a hedge fund manager, or whatever to include crypto in a portfolio because it cannot really be properly valued. So for me, that was him using all of that to open the door to regulation. And, yeah, and, and that I think, will matter.
1: Totally. I think and that's maybe, where this is going.
0: Maybe they'll regulate the market out of it. See, if you uh, there is some piece of, uh, if you if you regulate something to the point where it has no value at all, it can be considered a taking under the Constitution and needs to be compensated for. But if they're on record that this thing cannot be valued, then it's possible that if they crash it with a digi-dollar or regulate it to the point of worthlessness, that they're going to say, we don't owe you anything because it could not be valued. I just see all those pieces moving.
1: Yeah. Then there's people, these, quote, professionals or billionaires are coming out on different sides of this. There's Elon Musk. And who knows what his motives is? He believes it's the future of crypto. Dallas. Yeah. And what's his name? Mark Cuban, he believes that it is going to stabilize. There's another guy who said he believes it's going to crash after the Saturday Night Live thing. And then another guy says it's going to reach a million dollars. So, they're all over the board. But a headline from CNN perfectly surmises what what you just alluded to and where I think this is going after the SNL thing is, Live from New York, it's a market-moving corporate liability. So this is going to be the event that triggers the Capitol Hill hearings where Elon Musk comes in and he talks about his ability to manipulate the market on Twitter. Is the
0: corporate liability Tesla?
1: I think he's referring to Tesla because Tesla's Elon Musk has had. The article goes on to talk about all the controversies Elon Musk has had, how SNL is live and how they can't control him. And he might say something that's going to affect the markets. Yeah,
0: this goes back to when he started messing around and lost people and gained people real money with his tweets from a publicly traded company. Very uncool. That's stock manipulation. I I mean, I, I think he, there's an argument that he could be... uh put in jail for that, and he continued to be allowed to hold a prominent position on this publicly traded company, they, are, they have been setting this up, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, I can tell you the only reason I held on to the Dogecoin that I had was because had I attention. knew that
1: Elon Musk was going to tweet about it every few weeks. So right, right. look for those for regulations sure. right. yeah. to, to come. But so, I mean, of
0: course, that's a setup for a fall. People have absolutely to realize No, that. it's you,
1: definitely going well to fall. Timing is
0: all that matters Absolutely, in investing. Yeah.
1: so. FBI agents have been going around arresting people from the January 6th. They've been uh, going to people's houses and interrogating them. Some people are getting arrested. They've arrested over 400 people. And I came across a story yesterday about a woman, the FBI, they raided the home of what appears to be the wrong woman. And here's what happened. It's this woman named Marilyn Huper, and the FBI came to her house Beat on her door She opens the door They say We're looking for Nancy Pelosi's laptop Can you imagine That happening to you Hey we're here Trying to find Nancy Pelosi's laptop Oh my
0: gosh No
1: way yeah. So that's what they're on the search for. Maybe. I think that's just hilarious.
0: What's on this laptop? They're still searching for it and they haven't found it yet. Is that I don't know if I believe that. Man, I mean, this is that those wrong addresses. They can, especially if it's a no knock raid, you get law abiding citizens who defend their homes with firearms shot dead. Look up William David totally. Powell in Henry County. It's very, and here's
1: nice how story. she came onto their radar. Her and her husband. They first caught the attention of the FBI earlier this year when Alaska Airlines back in February banned the couple for refusing to wear masks on a flight. So that's how the FBI uh. got alerted to them because an airline banned them because of the mask. So anti-maskers, FBI
0: radar. Right. That's one thing yeah. I noticed. That's a yeah. red flag right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really that's a very interesting connection. And then they go on to...
1: They've been logging devices that were signed in. So they tracked people by checking the data from the devices that were logged into the con- congressional Wi-Fi during the riot. So if your phone logged into the Wi-Fi, now I don't know if you have to put your email address in, sometimes you walk by a building and your yeah. phone just logs into For it. For sure. So I don't know how simple that is, but that's one way they've been tracking people. And mm. the FBI actually came back to her house, they looked at her husband's Instagram, they pulled photos from her husband's Instagram, they compared it to photos from inside the Capitol, they said, this is you. She said, no it's not, that's not me, I'm wearing, I'm wearing different earrings in this photo. This is That sweater's hideous the, the <laughs> she's wearing. And the FBI says, where can we find this sweater? Take us to this sweater. They came back a second time demanding her to give them the sweater. So they refused to believe that it wasn't her, despite her pointing out the clear differences in the photos. They confiscated her phones. They confiscated her laptop, all of her technology. They still have not given it back, and they would not let her see the warrant. She had to go and get the warrant herself
0: wow and she still doesn't have I stuff mean that back. they have her devices like yeah she would be very nervous you gotta watch what you have on your devices oh my goodness that is really crazy I did I had a couple of COVID slash vax things that I think are important before we break for the weekend and uh, and, and of course get to the last story of the free 30 uh, I just wanted to Clarify again or whatever, reiterate what I clarified yesterday about uh, I was certainly not advocating the Novavax vaccine or anything else. I was only expressing that if you know people who absolutely feel like they must get a vaccine or their livelihood depends on it or something like that, you might ask them to give it all some time. Pfizer just filed for FDA approval. Which I tweeted, I was like, oh, I thought it was approved already. And then I got trolled by, you know, anti-vaxxers are so stupid. Everybody knew this. I'm like, everybody knew it. I can literally find quotes and... Maybe even the New York Times calling it FDA approved, which it isn't. So
1: all the time. Yeah.
0: They expect that to be in six months, but I, but I'm saying like the Novavax one, which is the more conventional one, like the Sino farm, which was just now, just overnight approved by the World Health Organization. I, uh, as I was doing more investigation on these, on these ones that are more conventional, they are, uh, the ones that have that risk of, Uh, disease enhancement or immune enhancements where if you take it, it can actually make you more vulnerable to the disease if you have this reaction. It can be a fatal reaction. And in the article I read, it said we know that the mRNA one and the gene, whatever the AstraZeneca and stuff ones don't have that because we'd have seen it in the population, which is a chilling admission that these are live trials. Yeah. But I think it's true. I do think that we would have seen it if that is what was happening. I don't know. Maybe they're successfully suppressing some of the information and not others. I don't know. But I just want to make sure people know I am not advocating use of any of them. And I would watch and see if this immune enhancement does is a feature of the Sinopharm one or of the Novavax one. I mean, in that in that SPARs document from 2017, it said that the vaccine entries would not emerge for a year and a half or two years and they would call you crazy. So read that document. It's from Johns Hopkins spars 2017. Uh, And I have one more thing, but go ahead.
1: I was just going to say the the vaccine adverse event reporting system has popped into the news lately because People reporting to the number of deaths being reported to that. And, of course, the counter argument is, well, they haven't actually been linked to the vaccine. So I think there's a discrediting of the actual VARs adverse event reporting system that's ongoing right now.
0: Okay, yeah. Every time I've tried to report an adverse drug reaction, the doctor has discouraged me from doing it. I'm like, that's not your job. That's (laughs) not your job. I mean, that's a that's a bias right there. Totally. So I guess you can do it directly with this stuff. But uh, I know I didn't even know you could. The. Yes. So it's possible that 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 is occurring even now. But it's also possible that they won't give it credit now, but they will give it when it's these other conventional vaccines that they don't want you to have. Because that is when Shiva and was it the World Health Organization earlier in early 2020, late 2019 started talking about adjuvants and the problems with conventional vaccines. And that's when I started thinking they're pushing a new tech right here. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm just saying, don't I'm not advocating any of this stuff, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm suggesting that you do your homework and take your time, but that you consider these various factors.
1: And that's such radical thing to say, to take your time and do. Oh, my do, gosh. Do, do no, delegates. I know.
0: Like, I, I mean, if they just cancel us, I think we'll be we'll we'll get off easy if this ever if they if they really want to come after people for free speech. That's what they search for. So I'm sorry, but whatever. For as long as it lasts, please, these are my genuine opinions. They're just opinions. It's yeah. not health advice. I'm just suggesting that we do research according to science. Uh, okay. So also speaking of science, Terry in the press pool tells us, uh, give, showed us an article, which I have now seen trending a little bit. The CDC is transitioning to reporting only COVID vaccine breakthrough infections that result in hospitalization or death. This is from the CDC website, mind you, uh, uh, to help maximize the quality of the data collected on cases of greatest clinical and public health importance. They, Can you
1: read that one more time? Yeah, I'm sorry. it said, as
0: previously announced, CDC is transitioning to reporting only COVID-19 vaccine breakthrough infections that result in hospitalization or death to help maximize the quality of the data collected on cases of greatest clinical and public health importance. That change in reporting will begin on May 14th, 2021. In preparation for that transition, the number of reported breakthrough cases will not be updated On May 7th. Now, that is not what Terry put in that. I was further investigation on my part. That's one thing. What he was saying is they have cited that that vaccine breakthrough cases. So you test positive for covid, even though you've been vaccinated, that they only get reported if they are at a 28 cycle rate or lower. What? So they, yeah. So they seem to be silent on what unvaccinated positives will look like.
1: This is unbelievable. And what you read, too, they're only going to be reporting. So I guess that is that the criteria of the deaths. 28 cycle. So for serious.
0: These were in two different places. I did find the 28 cycle thing on the CDC website. I like to kind of follow up on that kind of thing. And they worded it kind of funny. They said we don't want reporting for over 28 you know it didn't say what to use it wasn't specification it just said like for the quality thing so they're they're making now they used to make type 2 errors which over includes positives uh-huh. and now they're making the type 1 error right. which under includes yeah. positives and, and- that Makes a massive interest in and change in the stats. Everybody
1: who says you're making type two errors for this very reason, because they're including those with a threshold cycle way too high, way too high, is a conspiracy theorist who is causing anti vaccine hesitancy. This is unbelievable. I know. If you retroactively apply it's this standard to yes. the past year, there, there would not no have been COVID. a pandemic. There would right. have been no pandemic right. with this. Standard. I mean, I got the sickness, but it would have I would not notice it yeah, could it it. still
0: exist without it being a pandemic. Yeah. It, I would that's have crazy. I would have Googled it like that's as far as I wouldn't even have gone to the doctor. I would have been like, geez, my lungs hurt. Like, I just would have fucking Googled nuts. it like that's, it. Gonna, that's as far as they're going to
1: credit gone. Biden. They're going to credit the vaccine. <gasps> oh,
0: well, that's the other thing they changed. There was a cycle rate change. Somebody said that to me. Maybe it was Sir Tim. I uh, I did not follow up on this, but the idea was that on January twentieth, ha, inauguration day, they changed <laughs> the cycle rate to twenty-eight. But I, when I felt sick, it was January 15th for exactly 14 days. And at that time, my husband Googled it and or called the doctor or something like that. And 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 it was very clear that the the recommendation was not to get a test if you thought you had it. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. Yeah, that's what the doctor told us to get the people who think they have it not to get a test. Yeah. I mean, that is a self-selection bias.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's
0: just unbelievable.
1: Yeah. And all the policies will stick. All right. All the policies that were put in place because of the previous standards, the previous testing standards, which allowed for such big numbers are going to stay in place despite the fact that none of them would have been necessary if these standards were put in place in the beginning.
0: Absolutely. Of course. And anybody who doesn't know this stuff by now will never know it. Yeah. It's just like, how do you not see
1: this? It's crazy.
0: No, I'm telling you, people are trolling me for saying, for (laughs) putting this stuff up. It's like from the CDC.
1: They have their, they have their indivisible targets going out and trying to attack people over this stuff. Yeah, someone with the
0: blue checkmark quote tweeted me. me really like you're a moron yeah i was like he didn't say you're a moron i said what the fda hasn't approved this yet who knew and he quote tweeted me everybody knew everybody this has been the story from the beginning this has been the story from the beginning that it is not fda approved actually that is not that is a lie that is wrong i was confused about which way he was like if he was Giving me big snaps or trolling me. And then, you know, when I realized he had a blue check mark, I was like, obviously he's trolling me. I don't even know who it was, but I didn't recognize him. I could go back. And
1: Literally every I, article you read about it totally. tries to imply that it is FBI. FD, I FDA only realized approved.
0: that they were making fun of me because someone was like, these anti vaxxers are so stupid. And I, and I, for the first time ever, I was like, wow, I'm not even. I so I responded for a second, I was like, Oh, I was just being sarcastic about the you know because i didn 't realize they were trolling me, and then I just took that down I was like, oh my yeah. gosh i can 't engage with the troll, but i don 't totally. care what you think, and if you make fun of me, i 'll probably get more followers because you 're stupid it 's the same logic yeah. logic as that
1: c n n myth about the vaccine we talked about yesterday, which was yeah. It is not FDA approved. It's only the emergency authorization. They say that's a myth. And then they immediately say, actually, that's a true thing. But here's why it's a myth. It's yeah, such and a I'm getting
0: logic. made fun of for saying, why, why is Fi- why is Pfizer now t- even talking about this if there's no difference like that? I I just I mean
1: they're brainwashed they're they're, they're mentally there's something wrong with their head
0: my head this is what I said to Terry when he wrote that on the proper point I said my that would be mind boggling if my mind weren't already fully boggled
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's only so much boggling that you can handle.
0: No, and it reminds me of Wesley Snipes from from Demolition Man. Like, what's your boggle? What's my (laughs) fucking boggle? Yeah, this is my boggle, baby. So let me just tell you before I I have a great story for the last story of the Free 30. A great, great story. It's the, uh, I feel like we now have smoking gun evidence that the Texas blackout was a result of. Government policy that had no connection to like them fighting the the issue. Like it's whatever. I'll explain it to you in the free thirty. And in the patron fifteen, uh, a new courtroom strategy emerges in Zoom World. And great news! Some are celebrating new tech that can erase your memories. Awesome. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. That's in the patron 15. But first, a big thanks to the sponsor of today's show. This is someone whom we love, who we saw at Neighbors. It is uh, libertygear.net. He has a site where he's got really fun. He has a very, very good sense of humor. If you want to get to know him, he will be at the DPP tonight, no doubt. Always is. He's the, the life of the party, for sure. And just a just a great guy. And his funny stuff on LibertyGear dot net is worth perusing just for a laugh. But he will also do whatever you want as far as custom made stuff. And I'm certain That if you have kind of a funny idea, you're not exactly know how to do it. He will help you because he has a fantastic sense of humor. It's a little edgy, but it doesn't have to be like he is just an all around like humorous and creative guy. So I highly recommend and such, such a loyal supporter and a patron saint. So. Come to the DPP to meet libertygear.net or go to libertygear.net to see his funny t-shirts and masks and all that. And you can even email him through the site to do something custom made that will like really tickle the funny bone exactly of somebody you really like, like my like my werewolf hunter t-shirt for my son. So I made it that libertygear.net made him a werewolf hunter t-shirt. And then, of course, my goofy mother and George the friendly truck driver, my brother, they want the werewolf hunter shirt with (laughs) my son's face as like the witcher, basically. I don't know. It's really, really funny. And if we were in such like like, uh, hardcore wizened New Yorkers, we'd be like goofy ass nerds. But instead, you know, it's like when you have like some huge trucker guy with like a beard and you know, like bulging biceps and he's wearing whatever, like it's like um it's like the rock in in Central Intelligence, where he's just like a total like ass-kicking dude and he wears a fanny pack and like rainbow <laughs> rainbow emojis on everything, you know? Yeah. So that's like my family wearing these t-shirts. It's super, super funny. And My brother, last time he was through town, absconded with my Obey mask. So I'll have to get another one of those, which I got at libertygear.net. And if you want to support us, you go right ahead and support us through one of our outlets. Go to thepropreport.com hit the donate button, hit the shop button. You go to the shop button, you can get some of my awesome merch and you can get some of our sponsor stuff. Click through to the sponsors. You'll find libertygear.net there. Subscribe to us. Please subscribe to us because we have to maximize our listenership before we get taken down and then it'll just be a closed garden. You guys will still get to listen because you'll know where to find us, but it'll be very, very hard to get the word out. Search engines have power and your reviews help us. Push our stuff up on the search engine. So please do that. And if you are interested in the first ever newsletter, go to thepropreport.com, click on the newsletter tab, look at the May 2020 newsletter, and you will find all of our listening uh, pleasure is there. You can find stuff to listen to every single thing that we did during the month, as well as a book, re- a book recommendation from each of us and a fun glossary term cocktail of the month, etc. So check that out. And thank you so much for your support and for listening now on to the big story of the free 30. Okay. So here's the, here's the stuff from the, the wall street journal. Because it's a total whitewash cover-up, so I don't want to go out and say, this is what they did and I know why, but I want you to hear what they are saying about what happened, and you tell me what it sounds like to you. Here it is. Uh, As Texas went dark, the state paid natural gas companies to go offline. A program meant to reduce industrial electricity use during emergencies contributed to power plants not getting fuel during February's freeze. What the hell did I tell you? I said, there is no way I believe that people in Canada. I mean, I understand that the Texas stuff isn't really built for Canadian winters, but the specs, the the slop, and the specs for stuff like that always are well within the realm. This wasn't the coldest it had ever been in Texas. Yeah. There was another cold spell like that where this didn't happen. So something they did in that amount of time led to this. And I have a little more on the topic, but you're welcome to chime in.
1: Oh, go on.
0: Okay. it says as a winter storm attacked Texas in February, the state's grid operator made a last ditch attempt to avert mass blackouts. Meanwhile, what they were actually saying was that they instituted the mass blackouts on purpose. There was not one naturally occurring mass blackout. They put them in place because they said it would avert. Yeah, it says the move ended up constraining natural gas supplies needed by power plants. It says the it's the ERC. O.T., ERCOT, activated a program that pays, so it cost billions of dollars. They literally paid them to stand down. Large industrial power users to reduce their consumption during emergencies. Uh, they didn't know well, who was actually being paid and which facilities would shut down. They just triggered the program. Jeez. The journal. Ger- the journal's analysis of grid records show that participants included dozens of critical pieces of natural gas infrastructure. Remember, they said the infrastructure was offline because they were buttoning it up because of COVID uh, price constraints, all that stuff. They were because I was like, why is all that stuff offline? That makes no sense. It's not frozen. It's offline. Yeah. This is the reason part of it was offline. Uh ERC had ordered them to stay offline for more than four days as gas prices surged to extraordinary levels and some power plants stopped producing electricity because they couldn't get enough fuel to function. If a single person died, and I know they did, those people should be on trial for a crime.
1: That is crazy. and Sick. It's going to... It triggers a movie reference to me, Die Hard. In Die Hard, there's a scene where the FBI agents go to a guy who's controlling the electric grid. He's working in a sewer. And he's a construction worker, and they're like, shut it down now. And he's like, I can't just take out the whole grid in the city. And they're like, we're from the FBI, shut it down now. And so he shuts it down, takes down the whole grid in the city. Turns out that's exactly what the terrorists wanted them to do because they needed the power to go down in order for them to hack into what they needed to hack into. Nice. So, uh, well, it, I
0: would take it one step further and say who paid off the FBI guys to do that Right exactly so This idea of government incompetence is BS in my opinion And that's what the Wall Street Journal is saying They're not saying uh, there's a conspiracy and this was all part of a psyop They're saying uh, what idiots <laughs> no, no Right yeah yeah no, I, it's, no. not,
1: it's too foreseeable no. for for the, to no. be just stupidity
0: We didn't know what we were doing, but we did it anyway. Come the F on. And then these are the guys who defended their existence on that board, even though some of them were from out of the country. As being the foremost qualified people in the world. And you shouldn't limit the people on the board just to people in Texas because what you want is the sharpest tax in the drawer. And that's what these guys are supposed to be. So you cannot have it both ways. You can't tell me there's a bunch of foreigners controlling that or outsiders controlling that and that they happen to be incompetent. I mean, you could say that that's all bribery and corruption, but I'm saying there is bribery and corruption at work. But it's causing this Mm -hmm. on purpose. This is part of it. And they're getting what yeah. they want. They're getting what they want. It's playing into a massive agenda.
1: <sighs> okay. Yeah. When all those systems shut down, anybody who's uh trying to cause bad stuff or do illegal things can kind of run free for a little while.
0: I have a lot of announcements right now. So I'm not, I've, I have been laying off the shout outs because we have so many announcements, but rest assured if you're waiting for your shout out, I've got them queued up. They will all, I, I'll read them all out. There are many are absolutely fantastic. Actually, I I never met a shout out that I didn't like. So, well, maybe I've tweaked one or two here and there with the permission of the shouter. But we try to keep it clean here on the show. Okay, so I have a shout out to it came to my attention that there are numerous young fans of this show. So a few of them we met at Neighbors and one doesn't even know I'm shouting her out. But I know that we have a teeny weeny mega fan named Ruby. So big shout out to Ruby and a big shout out to our fans who are littler fans who came out to see us, Hank. You know who you are, Phoenix (laughs) Rhythm. So thank you so much for listening, for enjoying us and to your parents for turning you on to it. We're trying to keep it clean just for y'all. Hank, Hank, Rhythm, Rhythm, Phoenix, Phoenix, and Ruby. Ruby. Yes. those are. What's up, Hank, (laughs) Rhythm,
1: Phoenix, and Ruby? Glad you guys are listening.
0: (laughs) And if you want, if your little one would like a shout-out, feel free. Whether you're a patron saint or not, I will shout-out the minis anytime. And we've got some really cool things coming up. First of all, you need to know about a cool thing that is happening in the Atlanta area if you live in the Atlanta area. It is tonight. Tonight. JJ Boogie. And his lovely wife are playing at Prime 120 in Woodstock, 8 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow night at Fire Cherry... and the Knife. Fire and the Knife. And she, I'm not... She is...
1: Uh... <laughs> she's fire, man. They're, he was, they're good. Yeah, I've yeah, he seen them live. She, they're good. She's
0: the one to watch. So tomorrow night at Cherry Street Brewing in coming, 7 p.m. They will also be there. So... Those are some fun things to do. Prime one twenty in Woodstock tonight at eight. Tomorrow night at Cherry Street Brewing and coming at seven PM. We, if you can't make it to JJ's uh, event, then come to the DPP. It's for it's the first Friday DPP, disappearing patron party for all patron a uh, party level patron so that's friend of the show patron of the truth and patron saint so see if you can click through on the link if you can't click through on the link and you think you should send me a message and just be there it's going to be fun Binkley and I take all the all the heavy lifting by being on screen and you guys chat in the sidebar mostly with each other and it's pretty funny gets a little blue you might not want it on speaker <laughs> in the kitchen i'm sorry We've got our limits. Just add alcohol and I get vulgar. So anyway. And then tomorrow, we are having a live stream with homeschooler Jill, who very graciously agreed to come back and bring what she brought to the Zoom party and what other people really, really brought to the Zoom party. But we didn't record it. So we're going to try to recreate it tomorrow. It's at the Propaganda Report YouTube channel. Jill the Homeschooler, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Check that out. Contribute to the conversation. We're going to, if it turns out right, if there's no glee, Bleaches. We will try to put it in the audio feed, but in the meanwhile, be there or be square. And then we are for patron saints only having a Zoom party next weekend, May sixteenth. So you got to be a patron saint for that because it's just uh, too. You know, you got to keep it small. So make sure you're of your status for all that stuff. And with all that said, on to the patron fifteen.
1: All right, you guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the propaganda report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we drop every time we drop a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report or go to rockfin.com slash propaganda report for our deep dive videos and sign up there. We will talk to you guys next week or in the Patreon 15 or tomorrow. Have a fantastic rest of your day and weekend.